All right, everybody, we're giving it another shot. I hope you're still with me. I'm not sure where it was that I got cut off. I was kind of uh, sitting here talking to myself for a while, um, but at least I informed myself. Well, I want to go. I'll just start off right where we left off, and I'm hoping that we don't get cut off again. If we do get cut off again, we're having a computer problem. I'm going to go back to my house, and I'll just do it on my phone because I do want everybody to hear this tonight. So if I do get cut off again, we're going to do it at 8 o'clock, a little bit past 8 o'clock tonight, um, just in case. I want everyone to know that. So um, where we got the 2.2 million uh, deaths that we were supposed to have from coronavirus here in the United States, um, we got that from a, um, a British scientist, epidemiologist, whatever he is. His name is Dr. Neil Ferguson, and he's like a supposedly a... Um, a resounded, uh, you know, expert, and it's somebody that everybody goes to. And I and I and I, I said this earlier, and again, I don't know what everybody heard me say what you didn't hear me say, but anyway, I just sometimes I really question what what for me, what makes somebody an expert? I mean, it would have to be a track record of expertise. So let's look at this guy, because this is who when we saw it on the news, when you saw it on CNN, you saw it on Fox, Tucker Carlson, other people. Um, um, you know, espousing this 2.2 million Americans were going to die of coronavirus. Many people right now are quarantined in their homes. I know we're starting to unlock a little bit now. You know, our, a lot of communist governor uh, dictators are loosening their grip. But we all started with this premise, and there's many people that really still believe this. They really do to some degree or another. It's been lowered down from this to a million and then to a quarter of a million and to where we are now. So, this Dr. Neil Ferguson is where we got that from. And that's who, that's who the White House was talking about. 2.2 million, all this is where they got it from, is this man. Remember that name, Dr. Neil Ferguson. So he espoused that 2.2 million Americans would die of corona. He advocated for full lockdowns like they were doing in Wuhan, Wuhan China. And then he refused to release his study that showed that there would be 2.2 million Americans that died. And it actually turned out that he was using a formula that was 13 years old to figure that out. And you can already figure out why that would be wrong based on population numbers. Well, let's look at his track record because remember what I was saying is that for me, an expert has to have a proven track record of expertise. In other words, he says this is going to happen, and it does. He say he says that's going to happen, and it does. Well, let's look at the, let's look at him back in two thousand nine. He estimated that um, that swine flu had a 04 percent death rate, and based on his advice, Great Britain, the UK, predicted that they would lose sixty five thousand British citizens. What happened? They lost 457 people. Remember, according to Dr. Ferguson, they were going to lose 65,000 British citizens. How many did they lose? 457. This should sound very eerily familiar to all the Americans that are watching me tonight and well to anybody else because every single time the numbers are run, it ends up being this way. Right now we have allegedly, again, and I'll go over that in a minute, allegedly we've got 57,000 coronavirus deaths. They're going up by thousands every day, and really I don't know where. They're definitely not going up here in Florida. We are the third largest state, and we are contributing basically nothing to that death count every day. So I don't know how they're going up every day that much. We Well, we those of you who have, you know, 
been paying attention at all know that there's a lot of money tied there's a lot of government stimulus money and a lot of government money tied to counting something as a corona death, as we know. And we know the the uh, chicanery that's gone on in New York about upping their numbers. They upped their numbers 17% in one day off of t- people that died, quote unquote, of corona that were never tested of corona. So based on his advice for the swine flu, he said that there would be a 0.4% death rate and he said that there would be 65,000 British citizens died. There turned, to be, turned out to be 457 total deaths in Great Britain from the swine flu. And the death rate he predicted would be 0.4% ended up being 0.026%. So that's the, that's the, the expert that, that a lot of people are, you know, are paying attention to. And I'm like, Why? Why would anybody pay attention? I mean, this, it also, there's another one here. It's it, bird flu, 2005. He predicted, get this now, you ready? This guy, Dr. Neil Ferguson, most, a lot of you who are watching this remember this, 2005, 15 years ago. Bird flu, he predicted that there would be 200 million deaths. Does everybody remember that? I remember people being scared to death of it. I remember preaching against it. But he predicted 200 million deaths. How many people died? 100 per year. 100 per year since then so that's 1500 and he predicted 200 million people would die of the bird flu this is a this person right here has contributed mightily to the philosophy of our draconian lockdown that we've done in this country our government listens to this man many in the media listen to this man Last one, foot and mouth disease, 2001. This is about farm animals. He predicted millions of animals would have to be killed in the UK. He was found out by animal experts to be wrong, but it was too late. They had already killed millions of animals, costing Great Britain $12 billion. So this guy, he loves to destroy economies. I mean, he, he doesn't hesitate at all. You know why? Because he gets to keep his job. He can destroy economies. And if you notice, that's what's going on here too. Everybody who's advocating to continue to lock this down are not people without any food. They're not people that are lacking jobs. Everybody who wants to keep this lockdown going are guys just like old Dr. Neil Ferguson here and he, and because they get to keep their jobs, all the people in the media. And I want everybody who's conservative and Christian to really be paying attention. I know you could throw, you know, Donald Trump in my face about, you know, he's still advocating for certain amounts of lockdowns or whatever. I get it. But the main people that are, that are advocating for one draconian, tyr- tyrannical, totalitarian measure after another are the mainstream media and Democratic politicians. Steny Hoyer just said today or yesterday, that's one of uh, Nancy Pelosi's right-hand henchmen. He said that he's not coming back to work at the, he's he's a congressman. He's not coming back because it's too dangerous. You see, he doesn't have to come back. He's making his $150,000 to $170,000 a year. And he's probably a millionaire already before this. So he has nothing to lose. He doesn't have, he just continue on with the lockdown. Let's bankrupt the country and maybe we can get Joe Biden elected. That's what they're doing. I want, I want Christians and conservatives to actually see the motives of the people that are behind all of this. Because I wonder oftentimes, I really wonder if they see it. My, you know, again, I've, I've been using Hosea 4, 6 for the last four, three or four podcasts. 
My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So you can have a lack of knowledge or the second part of, of, of the verse that says, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. I want you to know, like me or not, there's a lot of people who do not like my delivery because I throw out words like stupid or any idiotic and they consider to me to be condescending or whatever. That, that's up to people to judge and that's fine. But whether you like my delivery or not, listen to the information. If I'm yelling, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't change the factual nature of the information. You can discount me, discount me as a minister, discount me as a pastor, discount me as whatever it is that you want, want to do. However, listen closely to the information. All right, now this is from last week's podcast, but I've used it a couple times and I've got a mirror. Now there's additional studies that have now backed this up. Most of you have already heard me talk about this because I just... What I just talked about was where we got our original numbers from. And we're still living in a, we're still living in a complete lie right now. Even though we've lowered the expectation of deaths, people are still reverencing this, this virus as if if you catch it, you die. People are still thinking that. Christians and conservatives are still doing that. Well, I think that it's, you know, it's, it's reasonable to take uh, necessary precautions. No, it's not. No, it's not. With with the exception, let me just state this because I'm only going to say it once unless I remember to say it again. I am not talking about the elderly in nursing homes and people with pre-existing pulmonary and respiratory conditions. I'm not talking about them, of course, but they get quarantined every flu season anyway. There was never a need. You don't need to reverence or pay homage to one draconian measure that was ever taken. You don't pay any homage to it. Even people on my that I see basically post some of the same things that I post. Even some of the Christian commentators that I love are paying homage. I, I couldn't even listen to Sean Hannity the other day. I couldn't listen to the man. The reason being is he was talking about, he was uh, kind of being half silly, but uh, not in his factual data, but just in the example he's using, he's talking about pedicures and New York has set up like these barriers now. I guess you stick your feet through the barrier and you get your pedicure where you're in absolutely no contact with the other person, even though I guess your feet are, maybe they're gloved up or something. And he was like, well, I don't know if these things are truly safe or not. The medical experts will find out. I want to say, Sean, safe from what? What, what exactly are you trying to, or who, what are you trying to be safe from, or who are you, who are you trying to protect? I'm, obviously, Sean's not going in to get pedicures, so you're sitting there going, I wonder if this is safe. Safe from what? Say, say what, what do you think's going to happen? This, the, the, the death rate for coronavirus is incredibly low. Safe from what? You see what I mean? He's paying homage, even as somebody who knows the mainstream media, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff, all the rest of them are complete bold-faced liars, day in, day out, never tell the truth, a bunch of principleless hacks. And he knows it, and he's still advocating for a certain portion of their position. The, that pos- and by the way, he's advocating for a portion of Trump's position. I'll get to this later, but Trump came out and cracked Sweden today or yesterday. I can't remember. My buddy sent me the tweet. So he cracked Sweden about, about how they, they're following the herd immunity ideology. Cracked them for it. All right. So I don't agree with Trump either. And I think Trump has mismanaged this, just so you know. But here's the thing. So you can't pay any homage to the lie. The lie is 
This is an apocalyptic pandemic. The lie is, if you catch it, you're going to die. The lie is that it's a major threat to you. It is none of those things. It's none of those things. It never has been any of those things. It will never be any of those things. So let's get into the studies that prove my point. Hang with me now. I know some of you have already seen this, but hang out, hang with me. I'm not going to go along on the things I've already done. The USC LA County study. All right, what happened with this? This is right out, right out of the Federalist. I'm just going to read a portion to you. It says a new study unveiled uh, Monday. This was only nine days ago from the University of Southern California, USC, with the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health, discovered infections of the novel Wuhan coronavirus to be far more widespread with a lower fatality rate than initially thought. A Californ- the California researchers conducted rapid antibody testing of a representative sample of adults and found that approximately 2.8 to 5.6% of L.A. County's adult population already had coronavirus antibodies present. In other words, they already had it and they already got past it. And by the way, that means they, they already had it, already got past it, Bef- many of them before social distancing ever took place. Remember, an an- if, you, if you test positive for coronavirus antibody, that means you already had it. That These people could have already had it in December, in November, in January, in February, before any of the draconian measures were put out. They already had it, never, never even knew they had it, or some of them had a sniffle or a cough. Had the antibodies present, translating to 221,000 to 442,000 past infected people. The new estimate dwarfs the nearly 8,000 cases that had been reported at the time the study took place. What that means is they're using the wrong math. There are now nearly 14,000 at the time, nine days ago, confirmed cases of the virus, more than 600 deaths officially reported in the county. We haven't known the true extent of COVID-19 infections in our community because we have only tested people with symptoms, reported or hospitalized cases, and the availability of tests has been limited. So Monday's study echoes the findings of Stanford researchers. So there's study number two, and I'm going to show you several more. Monday's study echoes the findings of Stanford researchers who came to a similar conclusion. Last week, they did another county in California, in Santa Clara County, Stanford scientists estimate that between 48,000 people had been infected with the virus in the county by early April. An increase, an increase uh, for a 50 to 85 fold increase in the number of publicly confirmed cases with 100 deaths projected by April 22nd. That lands the fatality rate at 0.12% to 0.2%. Everybody hear that? So let's go. Here's the thing. It doesn't, then you had the two doctors, right? That were on YouTube. Everybody was watching. They got, they were getting up close to 6 million views on YouTube and were taken down. Why? Because they didn't comply with the World Health Organization standards. The two doctors, what were their names? I got him, Dr. Erickson and good luck on the last, on the other one, Masahai or something like that. They were on there advocating this exact same material. Two doctors that own a bunch of clinics in Southern California. They they said the same thing. So once you know, I've heard people have said this. Well, yes, I've I've watched Tom, but I don't agree with him. It's I'm not I'm not making this up. I'm not burping this out. This doesn't come to me in dreams. 
I am reading these studies, look at me now, verbatim, verbatim. If you don't believe me, you don't believe L.A. County. They're stunted in favor of Better than 0.1 to 0.2% post-infection death rate post-infection death rate that means if you ever got it in the united states your chances of ever getting zero one percent one percent chance sean hannity this is an apocalypse That is not the case. That is not what the studies are showing. This, these are facts. This is not me making this up. Let's go to the next one. University of Miami. Now, this was just five days ago. Five days ago. University of Miami research is antibody testing. Out of Miami-Dade County in Florida showed that about 6% of the population has had Chinese-originated novel coronavirus, COVID-19, extrapolating to an estimated 165,000 infections countywide. So in other words, 65, um, 6% of their population is 165,000. I'm going to show you this on a card in a minute. They thought they had lost. So here we go. Extrapolating in an estimated 165,000 infections countywide, about 16 times higher than reported. They were doing the math with reported or hospitalized cases. You have to do the math with all the cases, which drives down exponentially the death rate, which I'm going to show you on my wonderful cards that everybody loves. So here we go. There have been... 287 COVID-19 related deaths in in Dade County with an estimated 165,000 cases, meaning the death rate would hover around, get ready for the old familiar number, 0.17%. Why are you quarantined? Why do you have a mask over your face? Why are we in lockdown? Think about it. Actually, think about it. Really, don't, don't worry about my delivery. Don't, don't worry about being right. If you're, if you're wearing a mask and quarantining yourself, if you're doing that right now, you're wrong. There's nothing to be afraid of. There never was. 0.1%. I'll show you how that works out every time. This is not me making, this is the University of Miami, the University of Southern California, the University of Stanford, and LA County Medical Medical Examiner. Think about it. So here we go. New York Post. Another study, a random antibody testing of 3,000 people across the state of New York has delivered yet another blow to the faith, and that's what you have to have. If you're a mask-wearing, social-distance quarantiner right now, you, you have faith. Your faith is not coming by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But you do have faith. You have, you have substance. I mean, I want to think, think about the definition. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's, you, you have faith. 
If you if you're mask wearing and quarantining and social distancing, congratulations, you have faith. It's not in Jesus, but you do have faith. Faith in garbage, but you do have faith. Faith in a complete lie that you're paying homage to, but you do have faith. That's Hebrews 11.1, 1, by the way. The random antibody testing of 3,000 people across the state of New York has delivered yet another blow to the faith we've placed in the computer models contributed to by the doctor that we talked about a minute ago to the computer models that Governor Cuomo and President Trump used to shut down the economy and place all America under virtual home detention. The tests show, the tests show 2.7 million people in the state of New York have developed antibodies through exposure. Let me translate. That means 2.7 million out of 20 million, that's over 10%, actually 13% of their population, which is double what Miami was. So it validates that it's, that it's a major virus in New York. But 2.7 million, so 13% of their population has already gotten it. And they have 16,000 deaths. Well, look, the tests show 2.7 million in New York State have developed antibodies through exposure, meaning with 16,000 COVID-19 deaths, the state's mortality rate is lower than, get ready now, 0.6%. In the worst state of the union, in the union, the worst outbreak in the union, their post-infection death rate is 0.6%. This is not me making this up. This is a government study. This isn't me. What will it take to wake you up? What will it take for you, for you, for some people who aren't hiding but you're still paying homage to this thing. Well, I think it's reasonable to take some necessary precautions. No, it's not. No, it's not. There's no precautions necessary with the exception of that extreme group that I've already covered. There's no precautions needed of any kind. If you, if you are elderly or you have a pre-existing condition, yes, just like you should for the flu or for pneumonia. But for COVID, No. COVID is exactly the same as the flu. Whatever precautions you take for the flu, take for COVID. It has the exact same statistics. There was never a need for any of these things. The studies are showing it. So their their post-infection death rate is 0.6%. Nowhere near as lethal as the dire 3.4% death rate the World Health Organization was billing earlier this month. And these figures will keep changing as the data comes in. Yeah, they're going to keep getting lower. Because the more people you found out had it, the less the mortality rate. What, what, are these, what, these, what these studies are showing is infection rates run. You can Now listen, wherever you're at, if you're watching from Ontario, if you're watching from LA, if you're watching from Phoenix, if you're watching from Tampa, if you're watching from Atlanta, if you're watching from Jacksonville, run these statistics. All you need to do is this. Find out what your population is. Just Let's do the low end. We'll give all the libs the benefit of the doubt. Run the low end. Find out what 6% of your population is. Find out what 6% of your population is and then run the numbers. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. 
the numbers are incredibly low. There was never a need for what we've done. Never a need at all. So let's go over it. Here we go. Everybody loves my cards. That's what I tell myself anyway. So here we go. Remember this now. Here's the erroneous math. This is what everybody was doing. This is completely wrong. This is not what you do. What you got is number of reported cases or hospitalized cases. And you divide number of deaths by number of reported or hospitalized cases, you'll get 3 to 5% death rate. That's not what the studies are finding. That's not what they're finding. Now, here's the correct way to do it. Ready? Here's the correct way. Is you divide number of deaths by number of all cases. Guess, what, guess where they do that? With the flu. But they weren't doing it with corona because there's dollars and political expediency involved with corona that there isn't involved. Who's, who's, who's going to get elected for, from a bad flu season? Uh, nobody. But you can take down a president that way. And it's sad to see him buy in. He should have Sweden this country. We should have done exactly what Sweden did. There was never a need to do anything except isolate our most vulnerable population and travel bans. That is all that ever needed. Everybody, all the 30 million people that have lost their jobs, never needed to lose one day of pay. Not one day. So here's the, here's the correct. Number of deaths divided by the number of all cases. Just like the Miami study has shown, USC study, LA County study, Stanford study. All the studies. All right, so here's the thing. Here, before I do this, here was another study. This is from Chelsea, Massachusetts, right outside of Boston. They have 40,000 residents. They have 1,900 cases. They have 39 deaths, 30%. Guess, so they had 39 deaths. So they found out, all you do is you go 40,000 40, residents. What 6% of that is what? It's like 12,000. No, it's not. 30%. You do the math this way. I'll just do it this way because I screwed it all up on this piece of paper. But they came out again with a 0.09% death rate. What they did was they tested, they tested, they're, they're, they're actually, that's why I messed up as I'm looking at the numbers. Their numbers were actually quite high. They tested for antibody test, testing 200 of their citizens. 30% of their citizens were positive for antibodies. 30%. So then you go 30% of their population has antibodies. All right, so 30% of their population is 12,000. 12,000, 39 deaths divided by 12,000. Here comes the magical number once again, 0.09 or 0.1%. Here you go. What, using the LA study, this is what LA, Los Angeles, was doing. Here's what they were doing. They were doing, they had 14,000 reported cases and they, and they were dividing 600 deaths by 14,000 cases. That's not what they should have been doing. Their study found out that there was actually 440,000 cases. Is everybody clear on that? I, I know you really can't answer me like this. I'm, you know, I'm seeing people pop up on my screen. My computer's working finally. So did, that, they were using the wrong number to divide into the number of deaths. So here's it. here you go. I want everybody to read it. What LA should have been doing, and this is what their own study just confirmed. 
They have number of deaths, 600 deaths, divided by the true number of all cases, which is 6% of their population. It's probably even higher than that. But it's 6% of their population has the vi- has already had the virus. Or, so, and that ended up being 442,000. So you divide 600 by 40, 442,000. What do you get? There it is again. 0.1%. Every single time, everywhere. New York, people like with New York's the exception. Yeah, New York goes up to 0.5%. Po- post-infection death rate in america you have a 0.001 of ever catching corona and if you do once you've caught it you have a 0.1 one tenth of one percent chance of dying of it all right here we go miami right here just south of me three hours south of me right here miami three hours south of where i'm sitting right now what miami was doing that's what they were doing They were dividing their number of deaths, 287 COVID-19 deaths, by 10,600 reported cases, hospitalized cases. How many of you have ever gotten the flu and not reported it? Most people never have reported that they've gotten the coronavirus. Because they, first of all, most of them never knew they had it. Second of all, when they got it, they weren't scared because it was normal. Of course, there's exceptions to that. There's exceptions to every case. There's exceptions to every illness. People die. 50,000 people have already died of the flu this year in the United States. This is what they were doing. They were dividing the numbers of deaths by the wrong number. They weren't using the flu formula. That is what the Miami study has now confirmed. Here you go. What Miami should have been doing. Oh, Tom, you're making all this up. Listen. I'm just, I'm a pastor of a 200-member church in Inglewood, Florida. I'm a retired law enforcement officer. I'm just reading this. I can read. I do, have a, I do have a bachelor's degree from UCF. I can read. You can do this. Oh, I don't agree. Then you are looking, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. What are you disagreeing to? What, what exactly is it that you don't agree with? Is it, is it, what, what are the studies? LA, University of Miami, New York Post, Chelsea, Massachusetts. What's the other one I'm missing? What, I mean, what, what exactly are you missing? The two doctors on YouTube that espoused this exact same knowledge? What do you not agree with? Why, are you, why do you have a mask on? Uh, why are you quarantining? Why are you social distancing for this? This, it was never needed. So here's, Here's what Miami should have been doing. According to their own study, you have numbers of deaths, 287 deaths, 165,000 cases, not not 10,000 cases, 165,000 cases. So you take 287 divided by 160, 165, and that magical number just keeps on appearing. 0.1% identical to the flu. Identical to the flu. What, what, what can't people see? So I ran the numbers of how New York should have been running their numbers. Here's what New York should have been doing. You ready? They have allegedly... 16,000 deaths. You cannot trust Bill de Blasio. You cannot, 
trust Andrew Cuomo. You cannot trust them. That state is so far in debt and they're trying to have coronavirus pay off their debt. That is what's going on. So who knows what this really is, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because, you know, I'm just such a good, nice guy. So I'm going to give them, you know, I'm just a dispassionate, nice, you know, even keel guy. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. So 16,000 deaths is what they have. What they should have been doing was 13% of their population, 13% of their population of the state of new york 2.7 million people have come back positive for covid 19 antibodies so 2.7 million people in the state of new york have already had covid before lots of them before there was social distancing before there was a lockdown before there was quarantines before everybody was made to wear a mask commissar some before, some after, but 13% of the population already has it, which equals 2.7 million. So you divide 16,000 by 2.7 million and look at the number that you get. It's actually 0.5%. I put 0.1%. It's actually 0.5%. So I was wrong on that card. But even though, because I put 0.1 so many times. You know why I put 0.1 so many times? Because everywhere it's 0.1, with the exception of New York, and it's 0.5 there. 0.5% is what you get. 0.5. So here's my local. And for those of you, again, you might get bored if you're not, if you're not watching from my local community here, but you can do this for your own community. What I did was simply this. This is where, where I'm sitting right now is Charlotte County, Florida. That is where I'm sitting. Charlotte County, Florida. Population is 200,000. 6%. You can do this for anywhere you go, anywhere. Whatever town you're in. If it's a town of 4,000, figure out what 6% is. So 6% of our population right here in Charlotte County is 12,000. 6% of the population, and that equals all cases. We've had 14 deaths. So you divide 14 by 12,000, and lo and behold, what's the number? Right here, right here. Do the Blake Shelton, right here. 0.1%. Again, it couldn't happen with the county north of us. Couldn't happen with the county north. Couldn't happen in the county north of us, right? This is where I was a deputy sheriff for 25 years. 25 years in a day. Right here, Sarasota County. Love that place. Love the sheriff's office. Here's where it is. So, Sarasota County has a population of 440,000. So you extrapolate, right? 6%. Again, I'm going to the low end. I'm going to the low end. There could be at 6 to 13%. I'm running all these with 6% with the exception of New York, 6%. So 6% of the population of Sarasota County is 26,400, right? So 26,400, number of deaths, 32. So you divide 32 by 26,400, it equals, there we go again, 0.1%. This is, you can't argue with this. There's nothing for you to argue. Like this, run it in LA. They are point one percent. I just, I just point one percent. They ran in New York. Do you see it? Every 
everybody wants to believe a myth. Motive, if you want to. I don't. Can stare at. That's because, Tom, you're espousing it and you're. spouts out loud. I'm not reading my material. I'm reading liberal universities. I'm reading their material. This is from OWN. Has commented on saying the majority of Swedes will will, will be immune to COVID-19 within several weeks. According to officials, they have refused to shut down the Swedish economy while protecting the groups at risk. At, that should that's that's what we should have done. No, you know, Tom, I believe we should take certain precautionary measures. And even though I'm a Christian, and I know the Word of God says that whatever I bind is bound, and whatever I loose is loosed, and whatever I ask for in Jesus' name, I'll do. I still believe in certain precautionary measures. God, Tom, God has given you know, yes, God has given us His Word, but He's also given us a brain. So your brain, your brain power overcomes the Word of God. This is what we should have done right here as a country. As a result of this strategy, the majority of the Swedish population are developing herd immunity. Several United States have followed, several U.S. states have followed Sweden's footsteps, including Nebraska, Iowa, Arkansas, South Dakota, and North Dakota. Leading Republicans in those, these states have claimed they trust their citizens to remain safe, stay at home, and socially distance, which, I, again, that's the buy-in. They shouldn't be buying into that at all. They didn't, but they had, you know, they had a, a partial buy-in. As a result, the number of COVID-19 cases in those states has been much lower in areas with much lower than in areas with strict economic lockdowns in place. Likewise, Sweden has had fewer coronavirus deaths than than many of its shuttered European peers. All right, New York Post. The 29th, one day ago, the World Health Organization, get ready for this now. Get ready for the, this, the, get ready for this turnaround. Some of you love, you should as a Christian love repentance. Well, here it comes from the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization lauded Sweden as a model for battling the coronavirus as countries lift lockdowns after the nation controversially, controversially refused restrictions. Dr. Mike Ryan, the WHO's top emergencies expert said Wednesday there are lessons to be learned from the Scandinavian nation, which has large, largely relied on citizens to self-regulate. Do you know who um, Dr. Mike Ryan is? He's the one who previously said this from the World Health Organization, Dr. Mike Ryan. And the most likely person to become a case is someone who's been a been who's been a significant contact of another been in significant contact with another case at the at and at that moment in most parts of the world due to the lockdown most of the transmissions that act, that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household at family. Transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Remember what he said here. Now we need to go in and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a safe and dignified manner. These are the people you want dictating to you? 
These people, what was his name again? Dr. Neil, Dr. Neil Ferguson, the man who predicted 2.2 million deaths have been proven completely and totally wrong. Wrong on that, wrong on swine flu, wrong on bird flu, wrong on foot and mouth disease. And you got another Yahoo here wants to go into people's houses. And what was the verbiage he used? Remove them in a safe and dignified manner. That's, that, these are the people telling you to put a mask on and to social distance yourself? This is who you're listening to? I think you've lost your mind. President Trump came out. And he, and he tweeted this. Despite reports to the contrary, Sweden is paying heavily for its decision not to, not to lock down. Very disappointing, the president right here. Believe me, if he runs against Joe Biden, I'm voting for Trump. I'm just saying. Well, he votes, runs against any Democrat because they're baby butchers. I'll be voting for Trump regardless. However, this right here is a pathetically ignorant statement. It's ignorant. It's ill-informed. Despite reports to the contrary, Sweden is paying heavily for its decision not to, lock, not to lock down. Not only is it ignorant and ill-informed, it's politically expedient. He's doing this to benefit himself politically. Because he can't be wrong on lockdowns. If he's wrong on lockdowns, that means he was wrong on everything. And there's too much for him to lose. As of today, 2,462 people have died in Sweden there, a much higher number than the neighboring um, countries of Norway, Finland, and Denmark. The, uh, the U.S. made the correct decision. No, we didn't. What, what, what's Sweden's death rate? I ran it. 0.2% post-infection so guess what they get they get no economic collapse herd immunity and no second wave compare that to england who has england italy spain france have had way per capita way more deaths than norway are on strict commissar communistic lockdowns their death rate's high. They're, they have way more deaths. And I'm talking about per capita. But guess what they get? Yeah, they ran from it. And, and these other countries, Finland, Denmark, and Norway, they all ran from it. But guess what they all have now? Economic collapse, no herd immunity, and a second wave coming. Sweden doesn't have any of that. That's where we should be right now. We should be celebrating right now in the United States. We should be absolutely celebrating. We should be like, you know what? This is great. We got it done. It's, it's over. Everybody has herd immunity. It's already been proven. All these studies I just showed you, 2.7 million people in the state of New York have herd immunity. But yet you have the dictatorial governors of New Jersey and New York locking everybody down. And that's what opens up my next file. My next file right here. I've entitled it Continued Tyranny. Continued Tyranny in Our Country. This is from Blacklisted News from 41920. While we're all distracted by news about the coronavirus, lawmakers in Washington are attempting to sneak in one of the most draconian anti gun bills that the country has ever seen. Does everybody know about this? Oh, you got to watch Nancy now. You got to watch old Nancy. Got to watch her. Got to watch old Adam Shifty. Titled the Gun Violence Prevention. That should sound familiar because all, all of the Christians and conservatives wearing masks and quarantining yourselves and social distancing right now, this is the next thing they're going to come after. You've already proven to them. All they got to do is feed you a virus with a 0.1 or less percent death rate and you will give up your entire life. 
I give, I give up. I surrender. I'm out. You know, I got to pay homage. You know, yes, there's proper certain measures we should be. No, there isn't. There's nothing. There's no homage to be paid to the coronavirus that's above and beyond the flu. Titled the Gun Violence Prevention and Community Safety Act of 2020, this bill will require all Americans to obtain a license before purchasing a firearm, treating our constitutional right to keep and bear arms as a privilege in which we must first get permission for from the federal government. The bill introduced on January 30th at the beginning of the pandemic requires that a person must be 21 years of age or older to buy a gun as well as go through a written and field test to demonstrate safe use of firearms. The law, the lawmakers tout that their bill will require individuals to obtain a license, raise the minute. These are the people that are touting this and are trying to pass it. It will require individuals to obtain a license, raise the minimum age from 18 to 21 years, establish new background check requirements, and create a statutory process for a family or, fa- or household member to petition a court for, for an extreme risk protection order to remove firearms from an individual, among other things. The purchaser of a firearm must also hand over a photograph, giving the government valuable facial recognition data. Additionally, the license only lasts for 10 years and gun buyers could have, could ha- could have their purchase delayed by up to 40 days before the attorney gen- general issues it to them. The law would also make it illegal for a parent to pass down a gun to their child without going through time-consuming, costly legal hoops first. A th- at threat of fines or jail time. Christians, these are the same exact people that you're in lockstep with if you're wearing a mask. No, those are necessary, Tom. I believe, you know, God gave us a brain and we, we should be using unnecessary uh, precautions. Why? For, you don't do it for the flu, so why are you doing it now? Do you have a Bible? Do you believe in the word of God that whatever you bind is bound and whatever you loose is loosed? Why, why is it that you're worried about a virus? Explain that to me. Biblically, explain that to me. Even if you adhere to the, to the dribble that most people preach about Romans 13, which is not applicable, but even if you do adhere to that, explain to me why it is that you would ever need to social distance, why it is that you don't go to church. I, I ask that of my own church. I don't know how many of my current church, old church, used to go to church, used to like me, don't like me now, whatever it is. Why explain to me biblically how it is that you as a joint heir with Jesus Christ cannot keep a virus off of you or defeat a virus? Explain that to me wait a biblically. People are destroyed for lack of knowledge. These same people trying to gun grab you are the same people that are advocating extended lockdowns, mask wearing, social distancing, and quarantines. They are. Same exact people. Yes, is Trump doing it too? Yes. But these, even Trump, even Trump comes out though and, and wants to, to see at least, I don't agree with any of it because again, it's paying homage to a lie. There's no need to do gradual reopenings. There's no need to, even, there's no need to do a gradual re- reopening. Reopen now, right now, 0.1%. Right, open now. We never close. There's been no football. There's no football or baseball seasons canceled. No schools canceled for the flu. Open now. Same exact death rate. Same exact death rate. But even Trump comes out and he's you know, he's for partial openings and all this stuff. There's others. I'm going to read them to you. 
they don't want to let go of anything. They don't want to let go of nothing. And it's all Democrats. Someday, someday when we get past this whole thing, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll be past this and I won't have to preach about coronavirus anymore. What I'm going to be talking about then is the modern progressive church and how they don't follow the word of God. And I'm going to talk about the Democratic Party every week. Continuing with tyranny. This is from the Adrian Bennett for Congress page. In an unprecedented response to the coronavirus pandemic, Governor Janet Mills, Janet Mills, that's the state of, that's the state of Maine, has taken many steps to close down economic and social activity. Do you know what the odds are of catching coronavirus in Maine? In Maine? It's below the national average. You basically, you have, you have a better chance of being, I don't know this, I'm, just, I'm just, just saying this out of conjecture, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning, being eaten by a black bear in Maine. In an unprecedented response to the coronavirus pandemic, Governor Janet Mills has taken many steps to close down economic and social activity throughout Maine, declaring a state of emergency, exercising emergency powers and ordering Mainers to stay at home until April 30th, 2020, until today. With the stay-at-home order set to expire this week, you think with nobody in Maine dying of corona, nobody, I mean, I know there's a few, but for ease of conversation, nobody. You think it expires today, she'd be done with it. Well, let's see. Governor Mills is considering an extension. Why? 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 Same thing for all of you. Why are you in your house? Why? Show me the numbers that dictate you staying in your house. Send them. Come on. Foundation church people that have left the church. They can't stand me now. Show me, send me your numbers, please. Send them to me. That justify your position. You don't have them. You're destroyed for lack of knowledge or you're destroyed because you've rejected knowledge that I'm giving you right here. She's considering, she's considering extending their lockdown. What would be the purpose in Maine? I I wish I had the numbers for Maine. Oh, I do have them. Let me see if I can find them real quick. I know, I hate the awkward. So here they are. Ready? How many deaths in Maine? I mean, how many people died of COVID in Maine? 20. 20 people. You know how many died of the flu in Maine last year? 312. Why would she extend it? That, that, and for all of you, that, that is the exact same logic you're using to wear a mask today at Walmart. Exact same logic. She has 20 people in the entire state of Maine have died of COVID-19 and she wants to extend the lockdown. Why? Why exactly? Does anybody ever ask why anymore? I ask why about everything, everything. That's why I never shut down my church. Never. Not for a minute. I didn't shut one thing down. Nothing. Let them come and put handcuffs on me. I'll go willingly. If it's, a, if it's a real law, I'll go willingly. You pass some county ordinance, I'll go willingly. You got Pastor Tony Spell up in Louisiana. He went and preached his sermon with, a, with an ankle monitor on, breaking his whatever house arrest he was on with his ankle monitor. He went and preached his message anyway. Same thing here. 
I'll take my liberty. Thank you. I'm not asking for permission. I'm not asking for permission whether I can leave my home or not. I'm not asking for permission whether I can walk my dog or not or go to the beach or drive around anytime I darn well please. I'm not asking for permission. I'm telling you flat out, I've spent the entire time violating the governor's lockdown order. I've never stayed in my house. I've left my house for non-essential business. I'll do whatever I please. It's my constitutional right. The con- and for those of you that follow Romans chapter 13, we don't have rulers. We have representatives. And they are supposed to follow the Constitution. If I violate the Constitution, I'll turn myself in. This, this goofball, idiotic governor wants to extend her lockdown? For what? For what? Ask yourself that. Why? Thank God DeSantis is opening it up here. From Life, Life News, 428. I, don't, I have no idea how long I've been on or haven't been on now because, I, well, I guess I've been on for close to an hour. You guys want me to keep going? <laughs> Not that you have any choice. You can turn me off if you want. This is from March 19th. On March 19th, Governor Tom Wolf issued his, I want you to hear this now. It sounds like old news, but it's not. Governor Tom Wolf, state of, I believe it's Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, issued his life-sustaining businesses list. Well, thank you. Once again, thank you, Democratic Governor Baby Butchering, uh, Governor Wolf. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much for what you deem to be life-sustaining business. See, these, these Democrats love this. They love it. They're on their little thrones. You're essential. You know what? You're non-essential. You're essential. You're non-essential. You're life-sustaining. You're not life-sustaining. Oh, thank you for deeming me essential, Commissar. Thank you. Thank you, totalitarian moron. Thank you for allowing me to be called essential. I am now esteemed. Thank you so much. Wake up, Pennsylvania. Tom Wolf issued his life-sustaining businesses list, which in part prohibited all elective surgical procedures by hospitals as well as ambul- ambulatory surgical facilities. Planned Parenthood is considered an ambul- am- uh, ambulatory surgical facility in Pennsylvania. In other words, they're now considered life-sustaining. Incredible! Life-sustaining! What do you hear how many babies they killed? Wait, how many babies they killed? Little people, little human beings that God recognizes. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. He doesn't care. He's a baby butchering tyrant. Planned Parenthood is considered a ambulatory surgical facility in Pennsylvania. They're they're affiliated with their affiliated PAC spent a record $2.5 million in 2018 to help reelect. Guess who it is? The baby butcherer, Tom Wolf, a former Planned Parenthood volunteer. Despite Governor Wolf's order to cease all elective surgical procedures, he gave Planned Parenthood the state's largest abortion business, special treatment by allowing their elective abortion operation to continue during the COVID-19 crisis. 
That's been for the past 40 days. Past 40 days, that's gone on March 19th till today. The past 40 days. In those 40 days, from March 19th through April 27th, Governor Tom Wolf declared the largest abortion chain in Pennsylvania a life-sustaining business. Here's some of the results of that action. Are you ready? In that 40 days, 1,714 abortions were done by Planned Parenthood. Total COVID-19 deaths. Total COVID-19 deaths in the state of Pennsylvania, 1,492. So abortions in 40 days beat that by 222. Christians, don't you worry. I've been in a little bit, I've been in a debate with somebody from Australia who seems to be a Christian a woman. Very pleasant, by the way. If you're watching this, you're a pleasant person. Probably aren't watching, but if you are, I've actually enjoyed our debate. But she talks about trusting her government, really, with that right there. 40 days, almost 2,000 aborted babies, 220 more, 222 more than all COVID-19 deaths in the state of Pennsylvania. Trust your government. Trust your government, really? That's what you do? Do you read the book of Revelation? I mean, for not just her, all Christians who are trusting their guy. I saw a pastor in Largo ripping the tar out of Rodney Howard Brown. The guy's, this guy is a complete dolt. He has no idea what he's talking about. And he's talking, oh, you know, I trust the professionals and I trust the guy. Does he read the book of Revelation? Does he ever open up and preach out of the book of Revelation? Like I said, when this is over, we're going to talk about the modern progressive church that this guy pastors. Not that, not this symbolically, not his church specifically. I might do it. I might do it. He's got videos that I've recorded. I might do it because he certainly had no problem ripping Rodney Howard Brown publicly to everybody. Him, he, he ripped him and Jonathan Shuttlesworth. And by the way, I'll say this too. I've said this before. I said this two weeks ago. If my pastor closed down my church without so much, he just bent over, grabbed his ankles and jumped on the lap of government and closed his church, I ain't going back. I ain't going back. I wouldn't go back to that church. That, that man has no courage, doesn't know the word of God, why would, you, why would you sit under that ministry? And the same for that pastor in Largo. I would never step foot in that church. That man has no courage, no conviction, no guts, and obviously does not know the word of God. Why would you sit under that ministry? See, you're better off coming to me. I might be what you consider to be a, a, a redneck, male chauvinist pig, or you know, ogre, or whatever you want to call me, but at least I'm preaching the Bible. You might want to go to a place that's preaching the Bible since that's what you're going to be judged by. Maybe you ought not to worry so much about somebody's tone. But man, I'm telling you, when this COVID thing is over, I am going after the Democratic Party and I am going after the modern, progressive, disgusting Bibleist churches that are endorsing sin, 
that rejoice in the homosexual population in their church. Well, we, you know, we're, we're very proud of the, the Muslims that we have in our church because they feel comfortable there. And the gay population that comes into our church and feel com- feels comfortable. They should not feel comfortable for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharp. They should not feel comfortable and it pierces. They should not feel comfortable. They should feel loved. Because you, how do you grow the church? Ephesians chapter 4, 15 and 16. You speak the truth in love. From Reopen USA, the governor of Hawaii just, is, just extended. Why? Why? 0.1% death rate just extended his stay at home order through May. What's the population? I ran the numbers. You're welcome. You're welcome. I did it for you. What's the population of Hawaii? 1,360,000. How many cases they have? 600. How many deaths? 14. 14. 14. You have a 0.001% chance of ever catching it. And if you do, a 0.1% chance of dying from it in Hawaii. Let me see if I can find them. I got a whole list of states over here. Sorry for the dead air. See if I can find Hawaii real quick. There we go. Oh, you know how many? Okay, so they have 14 deaths from corona. How many deaths do they have from the flu? Last year, 342. Tell me how, tell, Christian, tell me how your mask made sense. Tell me how your self-quarantine makes sense. Tell me how your social distancing makes sense. Pastors, tell me how you locking your doors to your church and doing online-only services makes sense. Tell me. Go ahead. T- give me the numbers. Please give me the numbers. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I would be able to relax more if somebody could explain that to me. Explain to me why you closed your church when the, when the, when a, when the virus that you're closing it for has a point. 1% chance of killing somebody that, it, that catches it. The same as the flu. When you have never closed your churches before. You know why? Because you didn't Thessalonians 5.21 it. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is true. Not what the government tells you. Not what Dr. Neil Ferguson tells you. Not what Dr. Dr. Anthony Fauci tells you. Not what President Trump tells you. I had a pastor's wife tell me that. Why, I, I put out, why are you closing your churches? Pastor's, pastor's wife sent it back to me because the, President Trump told us to. No, you, Christian, the word of God trumps Trump. Prove all things. That's what this is all about. I'm proving this. That's what you're supposed to do before you take ridiculously stupid action. Why did you ever close your church? And I want to say this too. All the Christians you're going to need that, that bought into this and you're still lying to yourself, justifying yourself, sitting at home with a mask on, eating popcorn and yourself quarantining and taking pictures of yourself, making cakes and cookies with your kids. You're still justifying yourself? Got something in my mouth. You're going to have to come out and say you're wrong. Not to me. I could care less. Nobody has to tell me anything. 
But you're going to need to because the conversation is going to come up and you're going to need to say, I blew it. Pastors, you're going to have to publicly come out and say it. There's people that I used to follow. I'm not going to mention any names, but there's, there's people that I used to, to support. I used to go order their series from them, send money to them. Gone. I'm not doing it anymore. There are national platforms, national ministries, and they have said nothing. They've done nothing. They've said nothing. They didn't take the time to prove any of this. They just shut their ministries down and and tacitly pay homage to the whole farce. Social distancing is a farce. Wearing a mask is a farce. Closing businesses down is a farce. It never should have happened. And they're paying homage to it. I will never go back unless they repent. And publicly so. And I'll say this again. Here's the men of God that I thank God for. I thank God for Rodney Howard Brown. I thank God for Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I thank God for Lance Wellnow. I thank God for Perry Stone. They've used their, na- their national platform. They are big time ministries. And they've used that to speak the truth. Not pay homage to a lie. Yes, coronavirus exists, but the response to it has been a complete farce. Totally and completely. 0.1% death rate, study after study after study after study. And you can see it too. I know way, I, I haven't yet to meet a person with it. Yet to meet a person with it. I would, I, I'm exposed to way more people than most. I've yet to meet a person with it, but I sure have met people that have lost their jobs. Nice job, Christian. Nice job, conservative mask wearer. Brilliant move. So the governor in Hawaii, for some unknown reason, with a 0.001% chance of ever dying from coronavirus, is extending his stay-at-home order. You know why? Because he's a tyrant. He's a totalitarian. He loves it. You're essential. No, no, you're essential. He loves it. Loves it every day. Oh, governor, may I have permission to go potty, please? Christians, you don't think that's you, but if you, if you locked yourself in your home and you quarantined yourself, that's you. Conservative, that's you. Todd Starnes, New Jersey is using police drones to spy on people's backyards to make sure they are following social distancing rules. Don't you worry. Just keep following your government. You can trust these guys. Oh, come on, Phil Murphy, great guy. From the governor of New Jersey, a baby butchering, immoral pervert. This, this is the guy? Sending drones over people's backyards? Washington Examiner 429. It's inevitable that the coronavirus will return next season. When it does, how will we handle it? How we handle it will determine our fate. Our fate. 0.1%. How would that affect our fate? How would it affect our fate? I mean, 330 million Americans were present and accounted for via the last census before coronavirus. And now, currently, there's 330 million Americans present and accounted for post-coronavirus. So how would, how would how we handle the next outbreak determine our fate? But many of you believe that. If you're paying homage 
to the draconian measures, if you're acting like they're true when you know they're not, and maybe you're acting like they're true because you believe they're true, one of them, you're either destroyed for lack of knowledge or rejecting knowledge. One of the two, because the knowledge is that this virus is hardly ever 0.1%, one-tenth of 1% chance of being deadly to you outside of pre-existing conditions, which are always isolated for the flu anyway. As some states reopen their economies after a month or longer under shelter-in-place orders, Fauci said he was concerned the virus could reactivate in cert- if certain measures are not taken. See, the little general who has absolutely no common sense, absolutely no economic sense, he's fine. What's going to happen to him? Nothing. He's not going to lose his job. He's always going to get fed because he's Dr. Fauci. Because he, he's, he's an elitist. He's, a, he's the one that sits in the ivory tower. Not you and not me. He's not worried about you losing your job. He could care less. He's making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. He doesn't care. He sure gets to be important every day, though, doesn't he? Just like all the other little generals and tyrants. If by that time we have put into place all the countermeasures, what do you want us to do now, Fauci? You've, you've crashed a $5 trillion economy, and congratulations to all the buy-in people, all of you that are quarantining, wearing masks and social distancing. Congratulations. We passed the 30 million people mark today of people that have lost their jobs. Congratulations. You're like, Tom, it's not my fault. It absolutely is your fault. Starting with the church. If the church would have stood up and said no to lockdowns, no to grabbing my ankles, no to being a lapdog lap to government. We would have set the example and other people would have followed. But instead, all those, I mean, I, I barely can stand to, I mean, I barely can stand to listen to these pastors. I mean, I, they feel like it's an attribute to speak in a monotone voice. You know, I'm just uh, full of wisdom. And, you know, of course, God gave us faith. And, you know, God gave us the uh, word of God. And, uh, but, you know, he also gave us a brain. We need to be intellectual. We need to be thinking about things. No, you need to follow the word of God. You need to preach the word of God. What else can we do, Fauci? What other countermeasures can we do? You've already blown up and sent this country into a Great Depression, what, uh, along with Donald Trump. Donald Trump owns this. I hope he owns the recovery because I certainly want him better than Joe Biden, a, a, just a baby butcher, butchering, vacuous of all wisdom person. But he owns it, and he keeps buying into it too. He keeps paying homage to a disease that has a 0.1% death rate. Sarasota citizen Martin Hyde wrote this. (laughs) Buffoon Bill de Blasio had his police force break up the peaceful funeral of a rabbi in Brooklyn yesterday. This is how he did. This is how he detached some politicians. uh, This is how detached some politicians have become and how omnipotent they think they are over our lives. It's time to say no to more government and yes to our constitutional rights. He did, he, Bill de Blasio dispatches NYPD to go break up a funeral. Did anybody, I, want, I, I wish that I wrote, down, wrote it down, just if you want to pull this up on, on YouTube, you can, if they haven't taken it down yet. 
If you're not, I have it on my Facebook page if they haven't taken it down yet. Of the mother that was confronted by two cops and they were threatening her with arrest. You know what her crime was? Allowing her child to cross the street and play with another child. That's what you want? Mask wearing, quarantiners, that's what you want? Congratulations, because you know what? Whether you wanted it or not, you got it. And it's your fault. It's your fault. No, Tom, we're just following orders. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. Not this guy. No thank you, not ever. Newsweek, 426. What time is it? All right. Let's see if I started at 820. All right, a couple more minutes. I started at 720. <laughs> I've been on for an hour and 20 minutes. A couple more minutes. Newsweek, 428. Two days ago, just last year, the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, listen to this, the organization led by... Dr. Anthony Fauci, funded scientist at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. By the way, this is Newsweek. And I listen, Breitbart's way better and way more honest than Newsweek. I'm just saying, this is a liberal source. Wuhan Institute of Virology and other institutions for work on gain-of-function research on bat coronaviruses. So Fauci just sent $3.7 million to that Wuhan laboratory to conduct research on bat coronaviruses. Many scientists have criticized the gain-of-function research which involves manipulating viruses, manipulating viruses in the lab to explore their potential for infecting humans because it creates a risk of starting a pandemic from accidental release. I can barely stay in my seat. The very man espousing his expertise every year sent millions to the facility where this thing probably launched. The virus now causing a global pandemic is believed, that's COVID-19, the virus now causing a global pandemic is believed to have originated in bats. U.S. intelligence, after originally asserting that the coronavirus had occurred naturally, yeah, just trust your government, right? Trust your government. Naturally conceded last month after months, and by the way, this is Trump too. This is Trump. I hate to say it. I love Trump. I do. I love him. I'm voting for him. But this is him too. U.S. intelligence, after originally asserting the coronavirus had occurred naturally, conceded last month that the pandemic may have originated in a leak from the Wuhan lab. Funded. Funded by Fauci. This is Newsweek. Read it for yourself. Newsweek 428. Pull it up. Tom, I just, you know, I, uh, you know, Tom, you know, I, 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 you know, I listen to him, but I just don't agree with what he says. Okay. What, what, I didn't say it. Newsweek said it. KTLA, Los Angeles, Orange County District Attorney. Here's a fun one. Here's a fun one. Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer on Tuesday issued a one well, i should be called spitzer i'm spitting so much right now i should name myself tom spitzer orange county district attorney todd spitzer on tuesday issued a warning to residents after seven registered sex offenders who he said were high risk were recently released from custody early amid the ongoing coronavirus i want to i wish i could i wish i could move more right now i wish i could move more why would you, re- point one, it just was proven in the LA study, 
point one. Why would you be releasing people? Why? What are you doing? Explain to me your justification. Well, if you catch it, you die. No, you have a a point one, a one tenth of one percent post-infection death rate, and you're releasing sex offenders to keep them safe from coronavirus. Have we lost our ever ever loving minds? What is going on with this country? Spitzer said. The convicted men spent just days in jail instead of the six months required by law for those registered as sex sex offenders. The men apparently had also been charged with cutting off their GPS monitors and tampering with their tracking devices. They were released beginning on April 7th as a result of rulings by appointed court court commissioner Joseph Dane Spitzer said he's gone I didn't do it state attorney's gone I didn't do it it was this goofball judge county oh no actually appointed he's heard by Joseph Dane county commissioner a county commissioner how does a county commissioner releasing prisoners a county commissioner I mean his profession might be bookstore owner what in the world is he doing releasing sex offenders that's who's calling the shots by the way you think phil murphy the governor of new jersey has any idea about epidemiology do you think he has any idea about what he's doing no what was his pre whatever his previous profession is that's his level of expertise the man knows nothing cuomo knows nothing pelosi knows nothing fauci has proven himself to know nothing and then you got to know nothing. I mean, what, you know, it's just like what I called the Hillsborough County Council, a grouping of morons. Well, here's a, a, a court commissioner. I don't even know what a court commissioner is. But he released seven sex offenders. The DA called the men the most dangerous kind of criminal and most likely to reoffend. What would happen if that was your daughter? A mask wearing quarantine mom of the year what if it was your daughter that one of these guys got got a hold of well i didn't cause that time yes you did your buy-in caused it if everyone wouldn't have bought in to the tyranny and the draconian totalitarian measures if everyone would have stood up as americans and said no no i'm not doing this we wouldn't have seven sex offenders being released into the streets of la with countless women waiting to be victimized with everybody home, nobody's even working. Uh, amazing. Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes announced Tuesday that the jail population in the county had been reduced by nearly 45%. So the jail by, since March 7th, they released half their jail population. Right here, cop, 25 years. And I, I will be the first to say, especially in the, in, the, in the modern culture that we're in right now, we're arresting moms for allowing their kids to play and for allowing their kids to play in parks and arresting pastors, that there are some definite undue arrests. However, most people in the jails, guess where they should stay? In the jail. From off G, 
April 5th, in the United States, a briefing note from the CDC's National Vital Statistics Service read as follows. This is what I'm talking about. You cannot trust their statistics. They're saying right now there's 57,000 deaths. I don't know how we're going up like 4,000 deaths a day because they're certainly not happening here. They're certainly not happening in Maine. They're certainly not happening in South Dakota. They're not happening in California. So where on earth are they coming from? Well, here it is. This is what the CDC wrote about how to fill out death certificates. It's important to emphasize that Corona disease 19 or COVID-19 should be reported for all decedents where the disease caught, where the disease caused or is presumed to have caused or contributed to death or contributed to death in cases where a definite diagnosis of COVID-19 cannot be made, but is suspected or likely it is acceptable to report COVID-19 on a death certificate as probable or presumed. In these cases, certifiers should use their best clinical judgment. Here's, here's the apparent uh, policy of the state of Minnesota. The apparent policy of Minnesota to report any and all pneumonia or flu-like illness, illness decedents, people have died, as COVID-19 cases. These numbers are a sham. I'm telling you, they're 20 or 30,000 less than what they're reporting. I'm telling you, it's true. They're putting everything down. There's money tied to it. You get three times the money for a COVID-19 patient as a hospital. Three times the money. Oh, that people wouldn't be motivated by that. I mean, how ignorant can you choose to be? Dr. Scott Jensen, Minnesota rep. And the House of Representatives and doctors says the American Medical Association is now encouraging doctors to overcount coronavirus deaths across the country. Listen to this. Right now, Medicare is determining that if you have a COVID-19 admission to the hospital, you get $13,000. Boom, right off the top, baby. COVID-19 admission to the hospital, $13,000. Don't, don't you worry, they can be trusted. If the COVID-19 patient goes on a ventilator, you get $39,000 right off the top, baby. Don't worry, there's no corruptions in the death counts. Wake up. This has been going on from day one. From Italy, This is the same article in Italy. Remember that, the biggest hotspot there was for a while before we started all talking about New York all the time? In Italy, the way in which we code deaths in our country is very generous in the sense that all the people who die in hospitals with the coronavirus are deemed to be dying of the coronavirus. Does everybody understand what that means? Remember what I told you. 2.7 million New Yorkers have already had the coronavirus. Totally healthy. If they walk around and get one of them gets hit by a bus, gets transported to the hospital, and dies of brain trauma, they 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 prick his finger, test his blood. He's got a coronavirus antibodies. They put it down as a corona death. If somebody who's already gotten corona and is carrying the antibodies has a heart attack, they prick his finger, they find out he's got antibodies, count it as a COVID death. If somebody who has cancer, I've already seen this happen. I read it in a report. Has life? I mean, they're. They're in hospice, hospice, terminal cancer, have three weeks to go, and they are carrying the coronavirus, have already gotten over it. They prick their fingers, find out they got coronavirus antibodies. Corona death! And you believe that we have 57,000 coronavirus? We do not. There's a bunch of liars out there. 
And you need to, we need to read Revelation 21.8, God cannot stand a liar. All right, what time is it? All right, five minutes and I'm done. Police in Elizabethtown, New Jersey. This is all under my umbrella of tyranny. Continued. Police in Elizabeth, Elizabethtown, New Jersey are using drones to spy on citizens across, in areas patrol guards cannot reach. Authorities claim the drones are not taking pictures or collecting evidence, but failure to comply with their orders could lead to a summons or a $1,000 fine. Even worse, the drones come from, from a Chinese company that sent similar drones across the country and and. The Department of Homeland Security has warned that data collected on these Chinese-owned drones could be compromised and sent to Beijing. The city's mayor, Christian Bolwage, responded to criticism by insisting that the drones could save lives. Of course! Does everybody realize you could say that about anything? If you don't drive, you're saving lives. If we didn't storm the beaches of Normandy, we would have saved lives. Should we have done it? You can use save lives for anything. You can ju- if we ban all guns, lives will be saved. Many lost after that when the draconian tyrant takes over and starts killing people just like they all do every time they disarm the population. It's coming. Even you European countries that don't think it is, it's coming. They're already, out, they're already outlawing your speech. It's coming. Saving lives gets used for everything. When you take the mark of the beast, that's what they're going to tell you. That's what they're going to tell you. You think they're going to say, here it is, 666, take it? No, they're going to say, this is going to save lives. You know, we're going to put this chip in you. The chip will determine when you're sick. And when you are sick, it'll send a notification to your local commissar who will insist that you go into the hospital for quarantine. You're not allowed to buy, sell, or trade without that chip in your hand or in your forehead. You think it's going to be something? Do you, do you know what 666 stands for? It's the mark of a man. Do you think that it's going to be something that they don't have a rational reason for? Do you really think that? I mean, Christian, wake up and read the book of Revelation. Read your Bible instead of, I'm a Christian who has wisdom and God gave me a brain. You read your Bible. It trumps your brain and your own ridiculous wisdom. This is the excuse that he is using Christian Bullwage. This is the, a totalitarian mayor of Elizabethtown to fly drones over his citizens' homes. Are you going to wake up? Or are you going to? Why don't you just wear a mask over your eyes, ears, and mouth? You're not seeing anything anyway. Are you going to wake up to this? Or are you going to just stay the way you are? There's no justification for this. There's no justification for six feet of distance. There's no justification for a mask. There's no justification for closing a business. 30 million people are unemployed. There was never a reason to do it. Never. Not for one second. I'm not paying homage to that lie. My answer to those people, the mayor says, if, if these drones save one life, it is clearly worth it. This is the same mayor who I'm sure is pro-choice. 
who butchers the unborn. I, I will bet you dollars to donuts that's the way it is. But uh, these baby butchers that you, all you Christians and conservatives are buying into with your masks and quarantines, these baby butchers are the ones that are dictating to you that you have to do this to save a life. Seeing people espouse that on Facebook, this is why I stay home. Because I'm staying home because if I do, I won't give it to somebody else. These are the people that are giving you your marching orders. Don't you realize it? Don't you see it? Won't you wake up? Won't you, won't you open your Bible and read it? It's amazing. I'm trying to figure out my last one. Now, here's a good one. We'll finish right here. One of my favorites. Governor Gavin Newsom. A state with a 0.1% post-infection death rate will order all beaches and state parks closed. When was this done? Today. Why? Closed Friday after tens of thousands of people flocked to the seashore last weekend during a heat wave despite his stay-at-home orders. In other words, you're not going to listen to me. I'm going to get you back for it because I'm a little totalitarian tyrant and you will listen to everything I say. I am fine with butchering babies by the millions, but I'm going to, you know, we've, we've got about 500, you know, deaths of you know, COVID-19 in this state, or there's more than that, but we've got 40 million. They've got a, a 0.1% death rate. They have, I mean, what, oh, I'll get the stats for California. Let's do it. I got them right here. California. Uh, there's a five in there. They have 1,500 deaths, 40 million people. So they had fifteen. They had fifteen hundred. They have fifteen hundred COVID nineteen deaths. How many people died of the flu in California last year? Six thousand nine hundred seventeen. He's going to keep closing beaches. You have a point zero zero three percent chance. Three one thousandths. I can barely say that. Three one thousandths of a percent chance of dying of COVID nineteen in the state of California, and the man's going to close beaches. Why? Explain it to me. Please send me the data. Maybe I'd sleep better at night. All right, I'm going to finish with this. Last thing I'm going to say, skipping all of my other material, putting it all aside. <laughs> Christians and conservatives, you cannot support a lie. You cannot acquiesce to a lie. Social distancing is a lie. It was never needed. 0.1%. Your self-quarantining and your ordered quarantining was never needed. There is no statistical data that justifies any of that. You cannot pay homage to it. Matter of fact, you need to boldface repent of honoring it. And that's where I stand. Amen. All right, closing right here. You guys have a great, have a great rest of your night. Who knows when I'll come. I mean, I may be back Saturday night. Seems to be kind of getting to be a tradition. If I get ticked off enough between now and Saturday night, I'll be doing a Saturday night one around eight o'clock. But anyway, I appreciate everybody watching. I really do. I will be interacting with you more. I we and we we've been trying to update our stuff. We had a major computer crash this week. My laptop where I can see who's watching is completely crashed to my left. But in the future, we are our goal is the same as it was last week. We didn't make it. We're going to be out out live on multiple social media outlets next week. That's our goal. If we get our computer stuff updated, we had it. We just had, we made some errors, so um, we didn't get it done this week. But I'll be interacting with you more 
on these podcasts. I'm opening it up for some questions and interacting with you more. It won't just be me spouting off the entire time. But I want you to know that's what the future is. Well, listen, I love you. God bless you. Floridians, be in church this Sunday. It's essential. It's deemed essential anyway, and it is essential. Be in church this Sunday. Amen. God bless you. Everybody have a great weekend. I love you.